0: I didn't even ask uh-huh. you if you were ready to, like, go live, Veronica. I have no
1: choice. I was born ready. I know. You really are.
0: I mean, please, you've been doing live TV. I mean, you know?
1: <laughs> it's a podcast, not a cast pod. Oh, we are. Okay, every we're live.
0: Every day make you say, oh, oh, my, my God. God. She got the scoop on pop culture news. So grab a drink. It ain't what you think. It's Sarah and the crew. Hi crew, welcome to the hey Rage podcast. We are live. I always want to make sure. Uh, Luis is here today because AJ, you'll see Luis in studio, who our digital content creator, you usually see him like back in our production studio because AJ's in here. But Luis has to work like, all operations today, basically. He's got to do everything. So, so poor Louise, he's like, got everything up live. Uh, I'm your host, Sarah Frazier, and I'm so excited because today we have a special guest who we love and adore. Ronica Cleary is here. Oh Thank my you God. for having me, Sarah. I'm so excited. I cannot even wait.
1: I'm ready. I mean, you're a goop expert. We're going to talk I love all about this. goop. This is my new title when I saw that in the graphic. I think of myself as a goop um, advocate or a goop enthusiast. That's what I like to say. But I, I guess I'm an expert to you, right? I love <laughs> that you're a goop.
0: Yes, I want to talk all about goop because you talk. subscribe to the magazine. I do subscribe to you the magazine. You listen to the podcast. I Religiously. And then you're considering going to this goop. What is this, goop retreat? Okay,
1: I considered it for like a hot minute. It's $1,000, so that uh, put the nicks on the goop. It's called, like in goop health is the name of the se- wellness wh- seminar, but I really wish I could, I want to go. What wanna do we go.
0: get? I kind of want to go too. What is it, like what is it, I, one we, week? The, no, it's a day
1: for $1,000. What?
0: <laughs> okay, hell no. Yeah, you It's kidding? a day
1: for $1,000, and then you could pay Like four thousand dollars to stay in hotels and meet Gwyneth and like go through this whole goop experience. So I mean, obviously, that's what the fuck are you going to do for a? They are going to talk to me. They're going to have yoga classes and B twelve shots and all of these. Look, I'm not paying for it. Don't look at me like that. I get the goop. (laughs) I get the podcast for free, and that's her defense. Whenever you know, I've read a little bit about the controversies because Sarah. Let me tell you this. I only brought it up with you because I had no idea that it was controversial to like love goop. I was living in this world that was obviously removed from reality and then I started to tell people oh you have to listen to this podcast or I told you I brought the magazine that I subscribed to. I can't believe let me see this magazine. Yeah, I can't magazine. believe I didn't even know that Gwyneth had um, well you she <clears throat> advocates for things like doesn't she want you to put like a jade egg in your vagina you or something? You know what I've never done that and <laughs> um, I can go on the record and say that here but like I've never heard her suggest anything that wild when I listened to it. And so I started to tell people and they said, Oh my God, everything is a lie. Everything is crazy. And I'm sitting over here reading the magazine and it's talking about gratitude. It's talking about mindful eating, which, you know, oh, you're I into, love. right. I mean, it's talking about these things that sound very reasonable to me. It's talking about incorporating, you know, diet into your plan with your doctor, if you're sick. And I'm thinking this is great stuff and people are telling me how could you be you know drinking the juice over there at goop so now I feel like I'm a bit of a you know I I just did not know it was so controversial and there's that there's the one article in there that I love it's talking about gratitude and it has this naked woman running through a field and somehow that's a that's connected, but uh, oh, I love this. Okay, yeah, there she is. is. Look at
0: her. I want to read this article. Yeah, she's okay. Well, I'm all about getting naked, so I could be. I in.
1: mean, she makes me wish that I had that life. But if you read the article, the idea of living a life of gratitude and thinking about being thankful and kind of she had a she had a guest on who you know just talked about this project that he did where he was thankful for things every day for a year or something I mean it was so inspiring right I mean I live I came from news I work in politics right every day you need you know I need something that's light and fun and you know I'm all about like healthy skin and clean <laughs> well, of eating. Course, please. I mean
0: I mean yeah we're mindful but we also want to look young I mean I'm getting the right? facelift like I don't give a damn people are always like you're supposed to be advocating for all natural no no but, I am all natural but, but I don't want to look all natural okay so, I don't want to look like a fucking you know dish
1: rag like Sarah, I, mean, I need to come in looking fabulous we've talked about this many times this is my thing you can push off that facelift. With forehead control, <gasps> my friend. So you
0: okay, and by the way, um, I, I love it. You're you're here co hosting the entire day because AJ is in Mexico. Her brother is getting married. Congrats. Very excited Exciting. for them. They are having hundred and fifty people for this well, destination wedding. You, you think in
1: Mexico. You think destination will make people not come, but they, come, they all come. Many people show up and then you have to plan a wedding in Mexico and you're like, what was I thinking?
0: No, I know. I mean, I figured Maine would be destination and now I have people inviting themselves. They're like, when can we get an invite? Oh, right. oh all the time. All the time. Yeah, I can Oh, can't. well,
1: I won't hold you to that. I'll but Skype
0: you in. That <laughs> sounds great.
1: <laughs> you can have like a separate Skype viewing party for, oh, you oh, could I might do do it, that. turn it into a podcast. Actually, I might do a paid stream. <laughs> is that tacky? You know what? Make <laughs> the money where you can. I think I'll do a paid live that stream. That wedding is not cheap. The gifts do not that's pay the for God's the cost. Honest. I mean, just live stream for a fee. I'll pay. I'll watch your wedding on live did, stream. Wait, did the guests? Did the
0: gifts not pay? Because you're the second person that's told me that you really don't get that much money for your wedding.
1: I think that whoever came up with that idea, you know, maybe it was a different time. Maybe weddings were less expensive. I don't know. But I mean, weddings are astronomical, and you you don't invite someone to a wedding to pay for themselves. What is that? That's so rude, right? I mean, obviously a gift should be generous and thoughtful and what you can afford. What, are you going to not invite somebody because they can't afford their head at the wedding? I'm thinking about it. No, (laughs) no, you can't do that. You can't.
0: So, but one of the things I love, and I was telling AJ about this when, when we were talking about, we've got some guests, you know, hosts lined up for when she's out. Right, right, right. So we were talking about, you're famous for, you have a forehead control where you. Technique.
1: It's a thing. It's official. I'm putting my stamp on it right here. It's public. So no one can steal it. I'm and owning it today. never had Botox? No. I'm, really? I'm 35 and I've never had Botox. I don't know when. It had to be over five years ago. I don't know how I came up with this idea, but I do know this. Your skin is like a rubber band. Think about it. The more you use a rubber oh, band, God. the more it pulls apart, it gets looser and saggier. And so if you don't, move the skin in your forehead as much watch me in this whole podcast i mean i do it sometimes but i'm telling you i i don't it's not even conscious anymore because it's become such a natural part of me but forehead control you don't move your forehead when you when you smile when you you can't control laugh lines right you're not going to stop laughing you're not going to stop smiling but you do not need to scowl or make a frown in your forehead when you're upset And so, you'll notice people who get Botox, it's because they're always, you know, a lot of times they're really scowling and they're drawing their head together. So, I just, I try to never really move my forehead. Well, I
0: often tell, like, a lot of white lies. So, you have to have a lot of facial features to, like, cover
1: them up. You're like, oh, really? No, no. People can think I'm lying then because I'm not doing it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it to be believed. That is an investment. My forehead control, ladies and gentlemen, forehead control is an investment in your future. Let me tell you. Because... It's like, amazing. I'm going mean, to go as long as I can without Botox. Obviously, one day I'll, I'll get it. But if I... I mean, there are women younger than me getting it, and I think I don't think I need it yet. No, you don't. Oh, my God. Your forehead is unbelievable.
0: For people who can't see you, and of course, we're live on Facebook right. and YouTube, your your forehead
1: is like porcelain. Yeah, you it's, got to... Forehead control and moisturizing. Stay yeah, out of the sun. Those... Stay out of the sun. Moisturize and forehead control. I'm telling you, the forehead control deserves major credit. You've got good Italian jeans, though. Uh, girl... I'm
0: telling you. The Irish people. Uh, what do you think Scottish. Italian people don't get Botox? They don't. The Italians look so good. They really do. <laughs> honest to God. Well,
1: though that's my secret. It's people really from Scotland. Not, it's not water by this display of beverages I have here with my my coffee and my bottle of prosecco. That's for both of us, not just me. Uh, but there is water there, so
0: we are drinking that.
1: Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. It yes. is my birthday
0: week. I'm very
1: excited. Very exciting.
0: I'm. I am. I was telling you this before we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. But what I love most about getting older is just how wise, how confident you get, how secure you get, how like you look back and you're just like, okay, there's some regrets, but you're like, mm-hmm. oh my god, when I when people say like. God really has a plan and everything happens for a reason. It is so true. And that's what I love about trusting the universe more and more when I get older is like a year or two later, something you were like, oh my gosh, please work out, please work out. Mm -hmm. And then you reflect two years later and you're like, oh my God,
1: thank God. Is that funny? Thank you, You God. You sound like a goop podcast, Sarah. (laughs) You know what's really funny about the fact that we said we even talk about goop today is that one of my girlfriends who I tell about it, who thinks I'm crazy and brings up the jade eggs and the... You know.
0: I want to try that, by the way. Cause no, it, don't like,
1: try it. I heard like it was to, um... like it got. I don't know. Just be careful. I'm not advocating the jade eggs, but it was so funny. She said, "You know, you love Goop so much, and you talk about it all the time. You should do a podcast talking about how much you like Goop." And I swear to you, a week later, you're like, "Let's talk about Goop on the podcast." And I was like, "What the hell? Like, is somebody listening? Like making this happen?" <laughs> Yes. This is destiny. You're- but no, I love it. It makes me feel good inside. It talks about, you know, being your best self, right? She's the, the Oprah of today. Oh, she is. She's living her best yes. life. Yes. I mean, it
0: helps when you come from Hollywood royalty. I'm of not going to lie. Yes, but-,
1: but I don't, that's all right.
0: <laughs> You're like, that's what irrelevant. I I, that's, okay. that's irrelevant. Um, all right. Well, look, we got a lot to talk yes. about on this podcast. I, I love having you on because we really don't talk politics. We don't really talk um, I would say like we're really comedy-based, not exactly sure. well informed. So um today though, I'm excited because the past week, mm-hmm. everyone's been talking about Jeff Bezos. Outing the National Enquirer essentially for mm. bullying him. I am probably the only person I'm dying to see his dick. I don't care what anyone says. I can't wait to see that. I'm I,
1: okay. I'm okay. Really? I'm good without you it. You aren't
0: I'm I think he's gotta have a massive wang. No. To go absolutely <laughs> to say to the National Enquirer, Screw it, I don't want you to post these pictures, those two must have the hottest bodies. I can't wait to see him nude. No. When are they gonna publish it?
1: Okay, Sarah, I don't think they will now. I think he called them on it. And that was my point. Like how he handled that was so smart to get in front of it, post the text of the emails, kind of say, this is what you're putting me up to and I'm not going to do it. I thought that was handled extremely well. And I, you know, you're never going to see it now. You now it's think? ruined oh, for you. Damn. Sarah, It's over.
0: <laughs> I was dying to see it. I was like, look at this. And we're going to talk about this because I loved your whole point of view, which you're like, Jeff Bezos is 55 years old.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, do we think there's an age where you shouldn't be sexting? No, it's not that I think he shouldn't be sexting. Uh, fine, sex, whoever you want. I don't care about that. It's more that I am surprised that he would be so. I guess it gives you a little insight into the fact that you could be one of the richest, most powerful men in the world and you're still playing like fast and loose with your like professional life and your personal life that like took me by surprise. Like you would just think like you get to some point in your career, in your life where you are wealthy enough and successful enough that if you don't love your wife anymore, you know, and you decide that it's time to end this marriage, that you just end the marriage and then go get yourself, I don't know, maybe I'm old fashioned. That's what to me was the, I'm like, you're cheating on your wife. What well, are you do doing? you think
0: he really was? Because I really feel like, uh, well, I don't know. Actually, you're probably right. But they came out with that also very brilliant statement where they'd been sort of exploring their relationship for the past two years, which kind of made it sound like it was open in Look, the sense mar- of like... marriage
1: is tough. I make no judgments on people who. I mean,
0: see, I love that about our friendship. Marriage is you very told hard. me that
1: from the beginning. It you is you told hard. me
0: that from a long time. Like <laughs> you were what I love about our friendship, and what I loved about you from the start is when we would work together at Channel Five. That's mm-hmm. how we met. Yeah, and you were always like, you know, doing the political beat. like this. <laughs> woman knows her politics i'd always be like oh where you go in the white house now who's there these days i don't even know (laughs) i mean what's who's the who would you always see the press secretary sean spicer
1: yeah oh Mm -hmm. yeah okay did he
0: always eat his swallow the gum in real life i
1: don't know i I think that was like a one-time thing (laughs) (laughs) i think you chew gum on camera once as press secretary and you don't make that mistake again um but But yeah off camera i'm out there you know talking about hopefully other stuff with you you
0: would always say to me you know because I've we would always talk about our relationships and I share everything about well probably too much about my own relationship on this very patient fiance he's very patient yeah he really is and so I would always tell you the highs and lows of my relationship with Dan and you know I'm dumping him we're staying together what's going on and you would always say like relationships are so hard
1: do not pretend do not pretend and anybody who's married will tell you that and who stays married I mean it's a choice to stay married. Right. Like you make a commitment and a choice to stay there through the, you know, the good times and the bad times. And you that's what and, and again, that's why I don't make judgments on relationships. It's not that it's if a marriage doesn't work, you know, that's that's un, I, that's not surprising because it's really hard to make a marriage work. Obviously, it's a lot easier if you pick the right person. It's a lot easier if you pick a person who wants to make it worth, work with you, who makes a choice to oh. get through with you. But, you know, it's I've been with my this March, I've How been many with years? my husband for fifteen years. Like I was a baby when I met my husband, and I thought I knew everything. I was twenty. I was a junior. Well, we met when I was nineteen, but we started dating exclusively when I was twenty. And I thought because I had been through three years of college, I was the end of my junior year when we started dating. And I thought, well, you know, this is I've seen. I've been around. I've, this is I've what? I've done things. I've dated. I'm good. I did not. Right. I didn't know what I was talking about, but, you know, I just i had no clue. But I love my husband. Right. I fell in love with him. He's the right guy. But man, if you don't think that's going to be tough, sometimes you're going to wake up and suddenly the gravity of till death do us part. <laughs> Sarah, You will be you <laughs> will be laying me. in bed, not the night you get married, not the week after you get married, but like five years after you get married, you're going to wake up. It's going to be five <laughs> years later and you're going to say, oh, my. Like, five years later. We've already been right. together six, no, so saying, you're telling me at the 10-year mark. No, no, no. It's not the time. You're just going to wake up and you're going to say, it's been five years and I'm not done. Right? Like, I have to do this forever. Right? It's just this. Oh, my it's God. It's the this reality awful. of the... Of what it means, but that's the beautiful thing about it. I, I am a big advocate of marriage. I think marriage is a beautiful thing. I have two children. I I did it the old fashioned way. I didn't even live with my husband until I married what? him. Yeah, so I'm I'm oh very traditional. God. I don't want this to make you think that I'm not traditional, but I'm also very honest with myself and with my husband, and very realistic about how hard it is to be with the same person. Until death does part, like I, that, I to think Dan, that's where I'm, what I'm saying. So yeah, I, lo- I think you should get married. I am a big, ad- I am so glad I got married. So take that with it.
0: I, I always say to Dan, like I have to adopt the AA motto of one day that? at a time. Like, oh, I have to, because if I think about forever, and I always say to him, I'm like, okay, like schman, are we really only going to have sex with each other for the next like thirty? That does, I do not know. That's are like great. I hope not. I hope that we're like like at some point we need to be going down to like hedonism in Jamaica and like having sex with everyone on the beach. Like I
1: mean, what are we going to do?
0: There's only so many positions. You know what's so
1: weird about that, Sarah? You say that and you may wake up one day and not want to, which I don't know I if hope. that's I don't know if that's defeated. I don't know if that's I don't know <laughs> what that is, but the thought of this is it's only noon, Sarah. How do you get people to talk like this at 12 o'clock in the afternoon? The thought of being <laughs> with someone else is like horrifying right now. Really? It's horrifying. Oh my God. I mean, it doesn't mean that I don't find other men attractive. I told you this was my Me this too. Was my Maroon 5 shirt. You look <laughs> I'm so love, hot. I'm in love with Adam Levine. But like, I cannot imagine actually being like with, I just can't, I don't know. I mean, I could probably imagine if I try hard enough, but like, it's just, it, it, <laughs> it's just like you, the... The (laughs) intimacy is so intense. It's like next level because you if you do love each other, it's fantastic.
0: Well, and so I just can't
1: imagine this like artificial like, I don't know, like I just I would never want to replace that. But I have a great marriage. Like maybe I'm saying that because like I got lucky. And that's the thing, too. I mean, it's hard work, but it's also luck. I mean, I, I got lucky to not only want to work hard, but to be with somebody who also wants to work hard. Yeah, that is really that's really good. Yeah. So I know. And I do. I mean, I talk a lot on this
0: podcast about Schman, but I but no, you, you're lucky, too. He's a good guy. Oh, my God. He's
1: so good. He's, so he's going to let you uh, live stream pay-per-view your wedding. <laughs>
0: That's the thing about Schman is he would really let me do it. Like within reason, like, he is so along for the ride. Yeah, and gotta go on a honeymoon. I feel like he's probably like your husband. It's, you know, I love being with a guy who's, because I have a lot of girlfriends that are with men who are impulsive or very yeah. emotional. And, you know, obviously Schman and I work on emotional connectedness all sure. the time. But it's hard when you're with a guy who is erratic and you're not sure. It's a lo- it's a whole nother level of a lot of work. And I love that Schman is like always level headed yeah you know that does help it's it's amazing maybe yeah. that
1: should be the top thing someone looks for in a guy
0: but then like maybe the erratic one exciting
1: or something I don't know well, but then good you're sex, like
0: sex but then you're like the well, rest it can of the be, stuff
1: it can be good without someone who's <laughs> erratic
0: <laughs> oh my god we could talk all about our sex lives um actually well speaking of too I was down in Richmond with man because he he's in soccer so we were doing a soccer weekend this right. past weekend right. and um I don't know. I mean, you're a mom of two. Mom of two. I walked away from this weekend and I thought to myself, but you know what I admire about you? You've started your own business. Mm-hmm. You're a political consultant. Mm-hmm. You help people get elected. I hope so. You also should be in crisis management, too. I
1: well, think that's be really what good. I do. I do that as well. Yeah. I mean, all of, I mean it's crisis communications every day in politics. I'm I'm like, gonna,
0: oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to
1: need you so much. I'm here to help. I want to branch out and do uh, work for corporate clients because politics is is very, it's a grueling world. It's It can be very ugly and I actually really love it and enjoy it but I want to just have a little balance in my life so yeah that's the goal so we'll talk we'll talk after the show Oh, I'm gonna need tons please I'm always in I don't trouble I think you do I think you handle it really well really yeah I think you're very honest and authentic I think that's that's very important but obviously s- there's some strategy to it but at the end of the day the world that we live in today really connects to authenticity I mean and I know Ugh. you on and off air like you are you are Sarah Frazier you know I think so it's important. gonna be
0: hard. Like as you keep elevating them, it depends and on what you do.
1: Let's <laughs> I mean, like I mean it might not be easy if you're if you're really messing it up, girl. I mean, you might earn I might earn my pay, but <laughs> yeah. but yeah. You probably will. It, yeah. it just depends. But yeah, so no, I uh I don't know. You you went travel travel soccer, right? We did travel soccer this weekend. You have two kids. Mm-hmm.
0: The hardest part I don't know how these parents do it because they work all week long then you've got to take this child to like a soccer tournament I know hours like like five hours down to Greensboro North Carolina up to Richmond all these places and I just don't and then now you know the etiquette for parents like they can't really say anything on the
1: sidelines you know I got in trouble backstage at my four-year-old's ballet recital (laughs) What were you saying to her? Were you coaching her? No, 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 no. I was talking too loud. I was like chatting with the moms, and I'm like, really? This is really it. So, their mine are too little for this, but I did. It's so funny the other day. I was like, no travel, no travel teams. Like, I can't deal with that. But then you're going to have this kid that you love more than life itself, and they're going to say, like, mom, can I please be on the travel soccer team? And, like, I, I don't know how I'm going to say no. But I didn't play sports, so I have no concept of this, like, sideline madness. I'm not sure. Well, there isn't any more. They're all, they're all very quiet. They're all well-behaved. <laughs> and I was
0: watching these 12 and 13-year-olds. And, of course, you know, I'd all I could do not to tap in myself and play for them because I could see all the moves they should be making. They're, how and old were they? They're like 12. Oh, well, And then, you know, how do you not curse? I mean, it's like, I, I just wanted to curse the entire time. The
1: parents do so well. Maybe it's this whole, like, participation trophy world we live in. Like, they can't get mad. Like, everybody has to win. No one can get their feelings hurt. Like... Maybe that's what it is. I, and you know, I, where the, you know, used to be, you know, doggy dog out there on the soccer field.
0: I it's not know. anymore. It's yeah. very
1: civil. They do a very mm. good job. They're very civil. I just don't know how,
0: like, every weekend you make that sacrifice for the kid. I mean, are there. No. I, I want my kid to play, like, online poker. Can't they do that from their house so we don't have to go far? Like, I need to focus on me. Uh,
1: yeah, I was thinking about you today <laughs> with kids. I really, And no, a few days before coming here, I said, man, that first one is going to rock your world. Because you live for yourself right now. It's going to. The oh, second, second one is me. easy. The second one is so easy because you're used to it. It's like your life is different. You've adjusted. You, you know, it's but that first one. It ain't the hey phrase world anymore.
0: OK, I'm not sure if I can do that because much like there was stormy world, there's hey phrase world. And it's you're going like, to throw
1: yourself a birthday party. Yes, I, it's 24 seven. Me is a giant <laughs> carnival face. That's going mean, to be really hard. I mean, and your world is not nine to five. Right. I mean, your life is not. It's In this like little, seven days a week. Right, yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, well, you we, need your mother to move down here. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna just say, get mom, put, bring her on the podcast. Give her a role. She'll oh love God. it. She can be with the baby out there.
0: Oh, she'll be perfect with the kid. She'll just need a break from like four to six thirty p.m. where she can ever her wine.
1: You know what? She needs I will wine tell time. you. I'll tell you this though. And then what <laughs> is she gonna take care of the baby after wine time, Sarah? <laughs> yeah, she's a pro. Um, the one thing I've noticed amongst moms is our moms have sort of surprised us at how much. Hard it is for them. Because I don't want to say this in a mean way towards our moms. It's really hard to take care of a baby. And a lot of times I think young moms, especially these like professional women, and you think your mom's gonna help you. And then a baby like my my son, who's 10 months old, is 25 pounds. Oh like, Lord. My mom's not like picking up a 25-pound <laughs> baby. And then you put the baby in the car seat. I mean, it's like it's like 40, 45 pounds to carry this baby around. So you think a lot of times like you have this vision that your mom is going to help you but then like physically it is f- the physical aspect of raising a baby is s- I think it's the most surprising thing like really? how physical it is like my arms were awesome when I had my daughter cuz I just was like lifting all the time oh and god, so it good. just okay. so your mom might want to help but she may not really come into play until that kid can get into the car seat themselves and kind of like do a little more for themselves cuz it's so physically demanding to take care of a baby. Oh my god. So you'll have to Get a nanny or something, or get, I don't know. No problem, schman. Schman wants to be like a stay-at-home dad. Well, that's awesome. Dad. I know you're very lucky. I know you are extremely lucky.
0: I am. Look, I'm. I am beyond lucky, and I've really made like a New Year's resolution to like talk better about our relationship um, on this podcast. You people because, misunderstand.
1: They listen to one little thing you say right. and think that you, it and it is love between you two. They don't get that you're just being real. And I get
0: people that that message me all the time. Like, are oh, not all the time so much anymore because we really do. I mean, they get. I think because we say it now that it's mm-hmm. like a joking manner. But I'm really in love with Dan. You are. But they, I, I was getting messages. Sure? Yeah, yeah, people would write me that all the time. Like, it seems like you're not like really into him. Like, what's going no, on? No, no, no. Oh my gosh, it's a comedy podcast. Yeah, come on. But anyhow. um, All right, look, we are going to talk more about Kylie Jenner through a first birthday for Stormy. People are very upset about that. Oh, they're upset. Yes, I'll tell you why. Um, Bill Cosby has had no visitors in prison.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can't believe it. Like, not even his family.
1: We're going to talk about this from a direction that you might not expect. So I have some thoughts on and that.
0: And then, I mean, I know you're here and we're like, I'm, I'm always trying to be sort of, you know, we're trying to do smarter content. But I hope you've read about the guy, 24 years old, that never washed his dick and like came into
1: this TV show. <laughs> I saw that. So Sarah asks me, read these articles and tell me if you have any personal connections to these stories. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> the man? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have a personal connection to that story. Okay, I love this story so much. But Can you imagine? Man. I feel bad. I mean, he's a lost soul. He, what Twenty-four did no one years teach him? old. Nobody taught him to wash
0: his penis. Tw- I will tell you about the condition he came in with. The doctor for this TV show says that it's actually not as uncommon as what you think. <sighs> Twenty-four years, you never scrub down there. What?
1: I I'm speechless. My my brain goes to like I don't know. I. And this man went on television. I have no personal connection to this story, Sarah. Let's make <laughs> that clear. You can't relate. Like, let's talk about things you can relate to. Like, what can you bring a story to? I'm like, um, excuse me, what are these? What is this list? What Sorry. is this? This I'm, is not. Hello.
0: I'm so fascinated by it. All right.
1: I guess it's fascinating. Okay, let's
0: hit. I want to hit some of our sponsors first, and then we're going to get into all those stories. So first of all, we have to thank Dr. Mintz, who we absolutely love. Dr. Mintz is a medical marijuana doctor in Bethesda, Maryland, and Washington, D.C. He's located in Bethesda. He's also a concierge medicine doctor. What does that mean exactly? It means you pay a one-time fee for the entire year, and then you have 24 seven-day-a-week access to Dr. Mintz. So it means like you want to pop in, get a flu shot, boop, you don't need an appointment, you can just text Dr. Mintz. You can oftentimes text, tell him your symptoms, speak on the phone get a prescription immediately it is all about you and full service it's unbelievable drmintz.com is his website also he has a $250 one-time fee if you are interested in getting your medical marijuana card that will qualify you for everything he does all the paperwork and most of that $250 is reimbursable by your insurance make your appointment tell him that the Hay podcast sent you go to drmintz d-r-m-i-n-t-z dot com We are doing a pop-up podcast. You need to be there. It's happening March 6th at 11 a.m. at Umaya in downtown D.C. We're super thrilled to be bringing back and all of 2019 doing pop-up podcasts. It's a really special feature where we partner with some great businesses. And then you can pop in like on your lunch break. Come have lunch with us March 6th at Umaya. We'll be doing a live pop-up podcast. Now, space is very limited. It's free, of course, to make your reservation. You can go to eventbrite.com or Hey, AJ and I will be there, and you're going to see the entire show essentially in this intimate setting where we're going to be eating sushi, drinking sake, and you can have lunch too. So bring your coworkers if you're downtown DC. They're located 733 10th Street, Northwest in DC. It's Umaya, and you can go to eventbrite.com or hey, com and just hit Amaya or um, Hey Fresh Pop-Up Podcast, and then boom, we'll be right there. And our Mindful Eating Seminar is also happening February 24th. We're more than halfway sold out with Robin Mize. Uh, Speaking of goop, I feel like we're like, we have our own little goop. but I, of course, lost over 30 pounds doing mindful eating five years ago, have kept it off ever since. Mindful eating completely changed my life. Many of us have issues around food, whether it's emotional eating, binge eating. And this is a three-hour session directly with Robin and myself. It's really a master class because Robin's going to be kind of teaching it, but I'm there to sort of tell my story. Robin's also going to be doing a live session, not with me, but with a woman that signed up for the course. So that is also, tickets are available, hayfrage.com. They're $120. You are going to want to get your ticket now. This will sell out because space is limited. We're very excited about it. It's sponsored by Rock Recovery. We're going to have a great three-hour session, and it's at Arlington Arts Center in Arlington, Virginia, from 1 to 4 p.m. on February 24th. So, all right, let's talk some stories. Um, You know, we kind of talked Jeff Bezos over the weekend, but that story continues to unfold. I've been absolutely fascinated by it. And a lawyer for the National Enquirer um, says that the CEO denies that the tabloid extorted Jeff Bezos. They're denying that. Mm -hmm. And they also say that the person who leaked the text messages is very familiar with Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez, his mistress. They also say basically it's his brother,
1: her brother. Lauren Sanchez's brother is the one that leaked all of the text messages. Mm. I I don't even know what to say. I, I think that that would be really heartbreaking if that's true. I don't have siblings. I hear things like that. I can't imagine. I mean... Don't you think it has to be him, though? I mean, who Who else else would know? Who else could it be? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be, it it most likely has to be somebody that close. But um, that's one of those stories, man. Just like I said, the whole thing about just bad decisions from this multi, you know, this rich guy, all this fame and success, and you're doing these, I don't know. I just, the whole story really makes me scratch my head when it broke. I just was like, I can, of all the people, but then I guess maybe I can believe because you have power, you have money, you have wealth. You have to do something crazy to make your life interesting, right? Like you could get anything you want. I don't...
0: Oh, I think he'd been married for 25 years. Mm-hmm. I think they had kids, been there, done that. They've been together from the very beginning. Yeah. Now you're not just rich. I mean, you're like the richest man in the world. You're yeah. another level, right?
1: Yeah, next level.
0: Next level. You've got women throwing
1: themselves at you all the time. Yeah, but you throw all that away. I don't know. You're talking to somebody who's pretty happily married. Like, I get. Like, again, like, <laughs> I just can't. You're not going to recreate. It's. You're probably not going to recreate that. I mean, you got kids, man. But do you think though that you care? Like you and your husband. Like I you, mean, I talk money doesn't billions. make you not care about like your. Maybe I mean, but maybe it wasn't a good marriage. That's my point though. If it's not good, just maybe you need to talk to your wife and end your marriage. Like, but I guess that takes this like. Excitement away from it, but for me, I've I've always been of the philosophy: you you don't find love to fill a void, you don't have an affair because you're unhappy. Like you need to find this happiness inside yourself. You need to end a relationship because it's not good, not because you found somebody else. Like that's kind of a those are fundamental principles of mine. So when I read a story like this, I just have a hard time connecting to it because I kind of I really try to not live my life that. Like that, that excitement, I try to keep that much <laughs> excitement out of it. So
0: you don't think that we'll actually ever see these nude pictures? I'm they, sorry,
1: Sarah. First of all, uh, I can't believe you want to see it. Who um, oh,
0: doesn't? Don't you? I mean, maybe like a oh, I don't uh, know. Uh, please. I would be like in people's
1: bedrooms. I'm always curious, like what's going on in your bedroom. Like that I is need different than see. I mean, let's. See I don't it. know. You're never going to see it. It's not going to happen now. Because it's lawyered why? up. It's not. You're not those pictures. And what if the pic- I mean, I guess it's possible if pictures. Don't really exist. I don't know. Oh, they could be basically calling his bluff. Maybe. I don't know though. They, I think that's unlikely. But I mean, when you're when you're a reporter, you got to ask every possible question and every angle there is. But I mean, my instinct says they're <laughs> probably there. But <laughs> what is it? Why well, Are you reading comments or something? No, I'm just uh, yeah. People are people are commenting about the entire uh, the yeah. entire podcast. But, but I don't but... think you're going to see him now. You got the lawyers. It's done. When he and that's what I said though. The one the really smart thing he did and how he handled this was he beat them to the punch. He wrote that blog post. He, you know, you take ownership of the situation and then, you know, maybe it might have escalated it. I mean, I don't know how it's going to end, but I think you, the likelihood of seeing those pictures is, is now almost gone. So now we have those descriptions of the pictures. If you read the, he wrote this blog post kind of like describe that describes the pictures or something. Yeah. But so I guess you can like imagine what they are. Um, Could you imagine typing up? those descriptions of those pictures i was like reading it it was like so i biz- it was I this was thinking bizarre about that too. kind of thing to re- imagine like describing these like sexual selfies between these <laughs> two people having an affair like how can i write this in this professional way but I think that means we'll never see them. So sorry, Sarah. I know. I have really, to get them from somebody else. I was disappointed about that.
0: Where do you think this goes? I'm always curious because, see, I used to really, until this happened, mm-hmm. I didn't realize the bullying ways of the National Enquirer.
1: But prior, I really loved the National Enquirer because they oh. actually broke Remember, there's more, legit stories. There's always more than one side to the story. I wouldn't, I, I don't know enough to say, like, bullying ways or not. I mean, I think that. You know, you can still read the publication. Well, basically,
0: I mean, if you believe Look, his- reporters
1: are tough, and I'm not defending the inquiry I'm speaking like generally here because, again, I I don't know exactly when. You, like, you see one example, does that mean every story's like that? But, but, I mean, you get in your story. Yeah, they tough. They're aggressive. They're going to we're going they're going to work hard to push well, it out. I but mean, they seem like bullies in the sense I mean, that obviously if you-, you don't want to you can't blackmail people.
0: Like Right. Which, but they don't were basically <laughs> wanting him to drop some stories like the, the, this right. is what's the kind of bizarre thing about this is like a so-called Saudi connection where they were saying, look, we're not going to release these pictures if you sort of back off of this, you know, Saudi story and some other Trump related stories is basically what they
1: were threatening. I mean, that's black. That's pretty bullying. Sarah, I thought this wasn't a news program. How do you know more? I don't know a lot about this story. I don't know a lot about this story. I go right to the, the personal connection of it. But yeah, I mean, what are you not going to read the Inquirer now? I
0: never really read it to begin with, but I did. I mean, they broke that Patrick Swayze had pancreatic cancer oh, back wow. in the day. Uh, they had broken the whole, remember when um, John Edwards had a love child? Like mm. they, Riel oh. Hunter, they like that. I was like Ooh. obsessed. That
1: was a story, man. That was a
0: huge story. They were the first ones to publish the picture of John Edwards in the hotel room mm. with their love child. So, um, so they, you love them. I, I used to love them, but now this is what I'll tell you. I'm not having so. been a
1: reporter. Like, if you're gonna break a story like that, especially at that level, most of the time uh, to break a like that doesn't happen by accident, right? And I certainly don't know the levels they were willing to resort to, and I do, certainly don't advocate blackmail. But like breaking that someone has pancreatic cancer, think about like the um, the willingness you had to think about the fact that you were willing to kind of.
0: Oh, yeah. You're like digging through the digging, trash, You're digging through trash,
1: digging through personal yeah. life. Like it's medical, it's private, it's deadly. I mean, you have journalists in in many instances are, are you know, I say it, I put it like this and this is really like in te- heavy for the Hay Phrase podcast. But they're the people who are willing to knock on the doors of parents of dead children. Right. Right. I mean, right. so I, you just have to consider the source. And I don't mean the sources in the inquiry. I mean just like the sort, like that's what reporting has in many ways come to. Right. That's what you are expected to do. That's what's demanded of you. And so it, it does really, a lot of times, I think the most important thing for journalists to do, and I think that they don't do this, is you can get caught up in the routine of the job and the fact that that's what you're supposed to do and never step back and ask yourself the question, like, is this right? right. Like, do I want to, like, can I go to sleep? at night and do this tomorrow do like I'm a mom now I get that this I get that stories need to be told and that's the thing there's two sides of it like you have to tell the stories it needs to be done but I mean if you don't ever stop for a second and just say like maybe I'm taking it too far this time or maybe knocking on the door is one thing but but maybe following them to soccer practice is a step too far but the next reporter is going to follow them to the soccer practice and so if I want the story and I want the scoop then I'm gonna have to follow them to the soccer practice and then I'm gonna (sighs) have to I'm gonna have to you know call you know take the Bezos story like if the brother's leaking the text right like I'm going to be the one that's willing to take the text from the brother of the person in the story right I mean so that's what reporters do it's certainly not just the inquirer yeah right right right? they're not the only ones they're not the only now obviously a step too far would be extortion or blackmail or you know whatever but I think what happens is is you get it's a it's a rush right to break these stories and to Be in this space and be a part of this conversation in a way because reporters are celebrities now. Right. And they were not celebrities before. And so now when you break a story, it's not just the publication that's famous. The reporter is famous and the reporter goes on TV and talks about it. Right. And so it's really heady. And I think that if you don't force yourself to stop and think about the work that you're doing and what it means now. Again, somebody's got to do it, but you have to step back and ask yourself these questions. Oh, I mean, that's so good. You have to. So, it's
0: kind of how I feel about true crime. When I did the true crime podcast, oh it yeah, was,
1: it's oh really gosh. depressing.
0: And, and yes, and,
1: yeah, you're you're there are children involved, right? right? And you are making a podcast, and I'm not dissing you for that. Those that those a really good podcast it was fascinating, but you are yeah, you're you're basically on this horrible totally. murder, and
0: where does it stop? Uh, yeah, that I, I don't think I would ever do that again in that form. The thing I think that works so well about, um, you know, Serial, the Serial podcast series is like you have Adnan Saeed's family and friends. And again, and I think about poor Heyman Lee's family. Like they are never now HBO is coming out with a four part series. Heyman Lee's family is never getting away from that story ever, yeah, ever, never. Like,
1: never resting in peace. Like Because they see it makes money and it, they see people are really interested in it. Right. I mean, is that the the right right question to ask I mean, it's the I mean, it just but it's uh, the the industry, I mean, there's yes. just like a, I don't know where it starts and stops. I don't know the answer to that. But I think the most important thing that a lot of reporters that's don't really do good. today is ask the question. Yeah. Right. Like you, we are the people who go to bed at night having knocked on the door of the parents of, it's really good. Yeah. of children who've been killed or something. I mean, that's what we have to do. Right. Like, and so it's just a weird.
0: How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of "Are Youth Travel Sports Ruining Families?" Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions, and this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller-driven. I, I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. At checkout, that's tsfs at hero. dot co. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take twelve You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine, or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious you Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you.
1: Industry that that is almost applauded, right? That's necessary.
0: Well, and now it's glamorized and made into miniseries and, mm-hmm. and, and we all, and I'm guilty of watching it and consuming it. But when I lived it, you're right. It's a different feeling. It's like, oh, you know, at some points you do think, okay, you know, these people just and whether you ever get to the bottom of what really happened, it's almost too like, you know, you're going to let them live their life, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. So, so I mean, good. that is
1: quite a. Whoo, that's heavy.
0: Did you watch the Grammys last night at a all? A little bit, yeah. You did. What'd did. you think?
1: Um, Alicia Keys was <gasps> phenomenal. But here's my Best one part. thought. Can I say this? I, of course. Okay. You can trash anyone on She show. looked awesome, but the whole time in the hat like you can't see her eyes oh like that was like the I mean she looked fantastic and then I'm like we're well, gonna take it off like I can't see you Wait, right the she's head like wrapped, the no she was wearing this black hat I turned it on late so I might have missed that oh. but she's wearing this like black hat and it's like covering her eyes and so she's like talking on the camera and I can't see her eyes or her or anything okay you got to late and, to and the I party. thought so I must have got there maybe I missed the beginning but I mean I did see the part I saw you tweet about her with the two pianos like Fantastic. She's so great, fantastic, so talented. Um, so yeah, I mean, a little bit. I watched a little.
0: I did too. Um, Cardi B was uh, was made there. history, right? Made history, first female um, to win. I think Song of the Year was. Uh, wait, I might have I the know. wrong one. Hold on, I'll have to look it up. Um, I'm not but- here
1: to save you on that one. I don't know the answer. <laughs>
0: I can't remember what she won last night. Um, but, yeah, she did make history. I got a breaking news
1: alert that said she made history because, I, you know, I didn't last too long. She's
0: so amazing. Um, anyhow, and I loved her outfit, by the way. Uh, she wins Best Rap Album, sorry, for 2019 in her Grammys acceptance speech and made history. I mm. liked the fashion. And you did like the fashion. Yeah, Cardi B for me, Cardi B, Kylie Jenner, Katy Perry—they were like the few people that will take risks. Mm-hmm. Now everybody just kind of dresses the same. They don't want to be outed as you know. There's no more Bjork's. You know, there's no more wearing a Swan dress. Like, coming is that as better a swan.
1: or worse? Come I miss as the days
0: that people would come like over the top and then be roasted by Joan Rivers. Like, the, oh, but now no one wants time. to be roasted. Right. And now
1: no, I don't. Will people even roast anymore? No, not really. I mean, it's kind of like you can't offend people, you can't hurt people's feelings, and blah blah blah. Like. <laughs> You know, I don't want to say the wrong bad thing about something, you know, like I'm afraid to say, oh, my God, your hat's too low. I can't see your eyes. Like, I'm like, oh, people will people we'll will be mad at me, you know, about that. Yeah. right. And so it's it's, you know, it's different time. Everyone's so sensitive.
0: Um, I thought overall, though, it's kind of pretty standard. Um, You know, for me, Alicia Keys was the best part because I actually thought she enjoyed herself. But the rest of it was all sort of, you know, the usual,
1: you know, oh. long performances, speeches, blah, blah, blah. Sure. I feel like uh, award shows are a little bit going out of fashion. I, they, I like think they people don't like them as much. It's a little bit too much. Like, look at all of us and how fancy we are. But I love. I mean, I kind of I enjoy I enjoy the fashion. I don't need you. wear. I don't need you to wear a swan dress for me to enjoy it. But um, I love looking at everybody being really glamorous. And, oh, my
0: God. Me, too. Yeah. Right. I know. And I miss the Manny Cam days. They got rid of that at E. They used oh, to have the Manny Cam where they would cr- like. I remember ride. that. Yeah. yeah. Can't do that anymore. Either. Why? Because you have to ask women about questions of substance. Oh, <laughs> here's my thing like
1: can't oh we gosh.
0: answer questions of substance but also show off our nails like yeah. uh, what how is it how can two of these things not live at the same time that's the problem and e
1: capitulates i know right in terms of just say i don't want to show do the mani cam or don't get a manicure i, I don't know like if you and if you take the time to get let... your nails done like that and you get like I, I don't know the whole that's so bizarre to me that you, the point of being, you know, empowering women is that we should empower all women, that we're supposed to empower women who want to be feminine and beautiful and get manicures just as much as a woman who doesn't. Like, I don't understand how I'm not allowed to want that anymore. Oh, my God. Preach. Veronica Cleary. I don't get that. It's really, really. I had no <laughs> idea that was why they didn't do a manicure.
0: Yeah, you're not. And that's why very few times like Red Carpet last night, I watch, always watch E! And, you know, it's Juliana Rancic and um, Ryan Seacrest. But very few, I would say one in five people, they'll ask, who are you wearing? They don't they don't ask who wear you're wearing gym anymore.
1: shorts or something like give me a break. Because
0: like, again, you're not supposed to be asking. It's supposed to be about more like the substance of the music and less about not what the red wearing. carpet. I agree. But that's where the red carpet is kind of headed. And of course, lots of people have an issue with Ryan Seacrest being on the red carpet because he's been accused of me, too. Oh, so I, that I didn't know that. It got to be continues. so many
1: people when that really came to a head. Like you could easily have missed somebody who was a, accused yeah. of it. I didn't realize that. He's one of them.
0: Um, Now, you were telling me, too, that you didn't watch um, in its entirety
1: the R. Kelly documentary on Lifetime. Right. No. So why did you stop watching? I couldn't. It was making me feel ill. It was really upsetting. I didn't like it. Again, like I felt like I mean, uh, and this is kind of goes back to the conversation about news. I mean, you have to tell these stories. I mean, they're important to be told. People need to know. But it felt a little like I don't need to watch anymore to know how awful. I mean, I, I'm yes. sure I maybe missed out on more details or something. But it just felt like I didn't need to see it. I was really, really obviously like put off, disgusted, heartbroken. Like I mean, it. Uh, it was just like, why do I need to watch the end of this? Like.
0: like- how he's continued to be able to do that for years and years. This is what's blowing my mind, though. There's this news story out today that in Germany, you know, he's continuing his shows overseas. Like, here in the U.S., basically, no one will see, you know, he's under investigation in Georgia. Chicago police are looking into him. But in Germany, this spring, he's set to do several gigs where now they're upgrading the venues. He's being booked despite the backlash. Yep. Turns out R. Kelly is scheduled to perform April 12th, and it's a hot ticket, so much so that he's now gotten bumped to a bigger venue. MHP Arena, which has a capacity of 7,200 for concerts, tells news outlets that it's moved to a higher capacity spot uh, two weeks ago, but got relocated again to a bigger venue of 9,000 people or more. I think they crazy? don't know. they do know. So they told TMZ. An arena spokesperson said um, that if facts change before the show, they are right now. What they're, facts. What? What? What else do they need? They're considering him innocent before proving guilty. So nothing has been. He hasn't been formally charged with anything.
1: And that's true. I think we've kind of lost sight of that general concept in this country. Of S- course.
0: So they say, look, you know, even though it's not popular opinion, they're going to go inside with the law that he hasn't been charged with a crime. He hasn't been convicted of a crime. If facts change before the show, then we have made contractual agreements that we can cancel if need be. R. Kelly remains under investigation, as I mentioned, in Georgia. And there's a potential for crime cases in Illinois. Uh, There's also been a movement to mute the singer, um, but there have been no official criminal charges. So he's going to continue on and is selling out.
1: Well, I mean, maybe that's what they have to do legally, but you don't have to show up. I mean, I don't know. Man, whew, that's surprising. I figured that they were not as familiar with the story. Maybe they don't get Lifetime out there. I don't know. Right? Don't
0: know. Um, okay, there's like a million other stories I want yeah. to get to while I have you here. A uh, couple of new emojis that are coming. There's going to be a pinching hand now, which people are saying is going to be basically used uh, so people can insinuate someone has a small penis. It's like literally like a... It's a I had
1: to look it up because when I saw that, I'm like, what the <laughs> It's going to be added what happened to the to, hand like emojis? the laughing so hard you're crying. Like can we, can we we've already got go back one. to it? Can we go back to a simpler time? How do you
0: feel about the menstrual one? They're going to have a drop of blood Righty. which is going to symbolize it, like oh hey, it's it's supposed to be in support of women having their cycle. So now we can share about it. But it was actually voted on that one instead of a pair of underpants with a couple of drops of blood on it cuz people thought that was too offensive.
1: So I'm not sure about this one. My initial reaction was I don't like it. But really? Then, like, we have the poop emoji. Like, I don't know. Like, what are we too good for something? <laughs> like that emoji, ha- they make like um, they I make love- <laughs> they make like children's pillows out of that emoji, and like all of these. People love it. My my people niece are loved the with poop it. emoji. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, well, I don't know. I I, I Like I said, it kind of made me gave me pause when I started to think about it. I'm like, we got a lot of really absurd emojis out there, and know it's a thing I might want to just send the an emoji and not send get into details <laughs> Emoji, yeah, be like leave me alone like I feel like the drop of
0: blood though it, it could be anything it could be your bleeding could be like they're gonna use blood. it for like
1: uh donating blood too yeah. right maybe we just need that emoji maybe that emoji is missing from the conversation and you can use it as you see fit
0: I, I mean yeah to me I don't know why they don't do a tampon one like, oh please! I mean, it doesn't have to be like a bloody tampon. But why can't we have a pad or a tampon? Like, what's the grossest emoji out there? Oh, that's a good. I I, I think it's um. I think it's poop because I think that's
1: the grossest one. They
0: had a gun, but then that go, that was petitioned. The gun is still there. It's a water it's a water gun, 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 yeah. Right.
1: But the crazy thing about this, you want to talk about weird like censorship? You don't even know is happening. You know when you type words into your phone and the emoji pops up as a suggestion? Yeah, doesn't happen with gun. So even though it's like a water gun, so it's still in there. Like you could still use you the water can, gun, right. but it doesn't suggest it to you. So they're like, we've got this emoji here, but we don't want you to know that we have it. So only if you look for it and find it in it. It goes into your regular emojis. Can you use it? Which I just thought was hilarious. Major censorship. So it's just the
0: drop. Just the drop. And then there's like a a finger that's going to be using your pointer finger and your thumb to show like tiny.
1: Maybe it's just showing how much snow there is outside, Sarah. Just a pinch. It's supposed to be like a a pinch pinch of of salt. Pinch of salt. It's for recipes. Gosh, get your head out of the gutter. You're <laughs> going to be a married ones. woman, Sarah. You're going to have children. They're going to go back and listen to your podcast and say, Mom,
0: what were you thinking? I'm going to get them on the red carpet so fast. I want them to be like. You're going to throw the birthday party. I'm throwing the birthday party, the no, stormy world. Well, no, I don't have the money, but you know otherwise you're I not, would. You,
1: not only do you not have the money, you have no idea how exhausted you'll be. Like you <sighs> cannot even begin to. Like the thought of throwing a first birthday party. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Like, I just need a babysitter and a drink. Like, the baby doesn't know it's their first birthday. I mean, of course, you have, like, a little cake because it's, like, cute. And the baby eats, like, sugar for the first time. It's, like, take the pictures. And they're, like, throw, you know, putting icing all over their face and stuff. But I mean, to have that big party, that's what went through my head. I thought she has the money to pay people to, like, pull this thing off. I mean, that's, it's not 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 for the kid with her Chanel bag. Could I get my first Chanel bag? Excuse me. (laughs) I want to do
0: one. We're going to talk four things that are popping because we end Mm. the show with four things that are popping and and pineapple mail. But I I was fascinated by this story because it's a TV show in England that is getting a lot of feedback and discussion. And a doctor is saying these are open conversations that we need to have after a 24 year old decided to be on the show called The Sex Clinic, where viewers were left horrified over the weekend after a man admitted that he hadn't cleaned his penis in 24 years. The show offers people sex advice, STI tests, and treatment. But viewers of the show were shocked when one patient made the confession. He goes by the first name of Zach. He walked into the clinic complaining of a nasty smell coming from his nethers, as well as having pain and irritation. Uh, The man spoke openly to Dr. Naomi, who's one of the heads of the show, about his problem, admitting that basically has foreskin and he never washed it.
1: What? Sarah, can we edit this part of the show and take me out of it? (laughs) You not only bring this story up once, you bring this story up twice. I'm going to say this. This story shows us that the show is necessary and maybe doing like a public health good because if he's willing to go on TV, there's probably many who are not, who are That's in the what same they say. situation.
0: Yes. And she says that, Yeah. Many people suffer from this because it essentially ends up causing an irritation of the skin um, that she says many men have. Even if you do shower regularly, sometimes you can get it because it's essentially an infection of the skin. So she says that Zach should be commended on the sex clinic, and it's called smegma.
1: Oh good. I oh my God, is that you just real? Said that Sarah.
0: Yes, they say it's called smegma. He was diagnosed with a, a this. Not- we get more
1: wine over. Can we get some hard liquor, please? I need. I need to. <laughs> Need to zone out for the rest of the Dr. episode. Doctor Naomi
0: says he's not the only one who's experienced this problem. Keep talking. Let's talk about sex. No judgment. Stop the stigma. I. Well, just, that's what that's I said. Amazing. I said the
1: most. The biggest takeaway from that is that the show is clearly necessary, and um, that whoever his high school health teacher was needs to be, you know, talked to and got, they need to go over the lesson plans with that person or I something. I don't know. Like that's. that's Zach next is level. my hero
0: because whose Zach's signs- name is also
1: not Zach. Let's be honest. <laughs>
0: Who signs off? But Zach's face is there. That's true. I mean, forever. Now that Zach you, people is People will do
1: like anything to be on TV, right? I mean, that's, that's what that tells you. I mean, people just want to be have their 15 I mean, minutes of fame.
0: If you don't wash your dick for 24 years, you deserve to be on TV. I mean, that's amazing. Like, if you really,
1: I mean, that's commendable. Yeah, um, I guess it's commend. How did you turn that into a commendable story? Like, because that's epic. You should start like awards where you just like, you know, you're, you're oh, I love commendable, th- like like the most ridiculous things and you turn it into this. You could do crisis communication. I love it.
0: I really could. I, I love, I'm obsessed when people, I like their personal lives because everybody yeah. puts on a facade. I mean, everyone's out there pretending, right? We're all pretending mm-hmm. that things look great on the outside. Right. Meanwhile... Everyone's family's we messed a hot up. Mess. Everyone's a hot mess. <laughs> uh four things that are popping is everything popping in the celebrity news world. Okay? okay. We touched on the Grammys last night. Was there anything I mean, Drake was cut off. He kind of got into a political speech mm. about the Grammys. A lot of people, childish Gambino, won for like album of the year, didn't show up. You know, I think it was Song of the Year, sorry. I actually didn't really pay attention to any of what they really won. I was
1: reading these crazy stories you sent me. I don't know where you get your news, Sarah.
0: <laughs> um, well, I you know, I'm just not I, I'm into the Grammy's fashion, but not really into right. who won. But no, a lot of people it. didn't come last night for various uh-huh. reasons. Ariana Grande didn't come. Uh, they apparently didn't want her to say sing the Seven Rings story. So, anyway, mm. I, you don't care about the be, Grammys side. It either. must be
1: nice. Like that's your life. Like you're like worried about these like these things. Like they matter. I mean, I don't want to say they don't matter, but it's just. The totally different, so removed from you know where I am right now. But <laughs> I watched a little. I turned it on. Alicia Keys was fabulous. <laughs>
0: Alicia Keys was That's really my takeaway. Um, but some other celebrity news. So over the weekend, it was reported that Bill Cosby's family has not visited him in prison.
1: Can we talk about this though? When you read the story, it specifically says they don't want the family to come. Like they don't want. Like that's like a perfect example. Just like a there's the headline really makes it seem like they don't necessarily want to go. And then you read the story, and whether they want to go or not is is a different thing. But it just says like we asked, we told them not to come. You know, it's
0: the eighty one year old and his attorney. The eighty one year old is serving. Bill Cosby is serving three to five, a 10 year sentence, three to 10 years for drugging and molesting Andrea Constand in his 2004, in his home in 2004. So it does appear that like they don't want to come, right? The family members. But instead they're saying that Bill and his attorney have said they, they don't want to expose mm-hmm. his wife and his daughters to that environment. But don't you think though, it's still, I mean, he's been in prison now over four months. You don't think it's, I mean, people visit their family members in prison every single day. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that they know? I mean, I that seems odd to me. I possible
1: because he's a celebrity that maybe they'll be followed, or is that public information? I don't know.
0: But you got to know, of course, you know, you're, Bill's a big story. You know you're being followed, but I mean, you don't even go to like... Okay, you're talking, he was in prison over Christmas. They go. never even went on Christmas Day to go, look, we're probably being followed here, but you know, Merry Christmas, Dad. I mean,
1: that's odd to me. Well, he was accused of some pretty horrible things. I mean, I think... You know, it's forgiveness is important, and um, you know, there's a it's complicated. I don't know what it's like to have a family member who's been accused of and convicted of committing such horrific things. I don't know. I don't know how you deal with that. I I feel like a little hesitant to weigh into because it's so easy to say like what you would do, but like what if that was your family? What if that was your dad? I don't. I don't know what you should. I don't know what you should do. I have no idea. Well, would you I, go see your dad if that was your dad? I would because they seem to have stood by him the entire time. Now, his wife. That's I mean, true. That's said, a great point. I didn't I didn't actually think of it in that context. They did. The daughters you know,
0: have stood by him. Uh, his wife has, you know,
1: she's still working on an
0: appeal, supposedly to help. She's mm-hmm. the entire time believes in his innocence.
1: So it's just it's fascinating mm. to me that they. Uh, so maybe you know, there's more to the story. Right, there's more to it then, because if they stood by, maybe there's really something they don't want to. Maybe he doesn't want to be seen in that setting, or he doesn't want his family to see him there. How willing?
0: You know, where are we willing to
1: dig for this one? Who? Uh, Us as reporters. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I left. Okay, I left the business. I want to go to sleep at night. I want to put my head on the pillow. I don't want to knock on any doors. You want to be doors. knocking on so, doors. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I, it at was, people at
0: their worst moments. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's rough. I don't want to do that. Uh, Dina Lohan, the mother of Lindsay Lohan. Oh my gosh. The story. Confessed in Celebrity Big Brother that she has been dealing or dating a special person for the past five years, but they've never actually met in real life or even FaceTimed. The 56-year-old mother was then met with the Catfish host, Nev Shulman, going, oh, my God, you've got to be kidding me. Let's do this. He really wants to help Dina Lohan. She goes, no, and apparently her response was, look, I know everyone's going to make fun of it, but I swear he's real.
1: No, he's not. (laughs) Dina, let's talk. I saw the same story on Dr. Phil recently with... um a woman, just a regular woman, and he had extorted her for all this money. <gasps> I mean, and he had sent pictures. And then, of course, you know, it's Dr. Philly. They find the guy who the picture is of. They, like, get the guy to come on Dr. Phil. And he's like, I'm not your boyfriend. You know, that guy used my picture, used somebody, somebody else's address. Uh. But, you know, it's funny, like, the how Lindsay Lohan had those, like, crazy times and went through, you know, so much drama publicly. That's her mother. I know. Right. Like her mother is willing to say she has a boyfriend who she's never met or seen. I mean, you might be, you know, going through some and then you have all that fame. Right. It just it gives you a little context into Lindsay Lohan's life choices. And that's what I mean about kind of trying to be slow to weigh in sometimes. And, you know, maybe if you knew that Lindsay Lohan's mom was the kind of person that would say she has a boyfriend who she's never met and never seen, right. you're like, oh, it gives me a little more clarity on Lindsay, right? Like, I mean, just, like, it tells you a little more about her, right? So you're so, like, quick to judge. I mean, you got to pull back the lens a little bit. That's what news does, too. I mean, like, you see this, like, one headline or this one store. I mean, there's just so much context that we don't have time for, especially in TV.
0: Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, in yeah. 90
1: seconds, two minutes. I mean, it's all, it's, and, it, you know, when you're inside it, it gets a little, it, it, when you know what's not, able to be included sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't feel good yeah
0: no that's a really good point so I'm I'll be curious to see if how this story plays I out hope like, she's
1: okay right like right. I mean, it's funny to laugh about but that poor woman she's lonely and looking for love right yes that's what she's doing and she's actually I think Dina Lohan's a very attractive yeah. like I think she's
0: attractive and it, it is kind of a sad five years to never she says oh, they the talk one thing every that day. crossed my
1: mind one that did cross my mind again like i'm always gonna go there she making it up oh that's a good one i don't know oh my god there's so many layers how are we gonna get to the bottom right? of this? she doesn't if she doesn't have a boyfriend and she wants to make some news how do you oh do, there you go there you go
0: people are loving by the way uh Emer a- says, oh, my gosh, Sexy Ronica is on the mm. show. Glenn is giving you tons of hearts and likes for your last comment about uh, not judging, you know, being slow to judge. People like love that. And then also, Dane says the Grammys do not reward the best music.
1: Mm. Interesting. And that's it's, I'm sure it's very political. Is that true with a lot of like award shows? They say that it's not. It's probably you know, who's hot now. As who's a former popular. as a former reporter who is a non Emmy award winning reporter, <laughs> <laughs> they always get it wrong. <laughs> kidding I'm
0: kidding I don't <laughs> care. Um, so we talked about it we touched on Stormy World which was the huge first birthday of Kylie Jenner costing hundreds of thousands of dollars soft pretzels came out mini pizzas that were in Louis Vuitton style little mini pizza holders right. as well as french fries there was a Stormy shop where people could grab merch to commemorate the occasion by the way that was free a lot of people thought that oh. you had to pay for Stormy merch it was no it was a giveaway like you went in dexed yourself out with Stormy and you could keep um, That's good. I did
1: kind of do a double take when I saw that.
0: <laughs> and then DJ Khaled gave Stormy her first Chanel bag. I mean. I just can't. You, I was like living for it. I'm like,
1: how do I become friends with these people? I love everything about their reality. Uh, you have time before you have your baby's first birthday to make friends and get your baby a Louis Vuitton bag. Oh, oh no. I mean a, a, Chanel. a Chanel bag. Excuse me. <laughs> so overwhelmed. How <laughs> mini. Baby Chanel, $1,200. You make that bag because people buy it. That's the thing. That is not the only baby Chanel bag that has ever been purchased. No, people buy it for their kids. They've got that much money. Oh my gosh. Must be nice.
0: Um, I guess. And then over the weekend, too, Jennifer Aniston had a 50th birthday party. But the odd part about this was the guest list. First of all, everyone was there. Reese Witherspoon was there falling down the stairs. She was captured. But also, Brad Pitt. Her ex-husband Pitt showed up. I mean, can you believe this? Their five-year marriage fell apart, but according to a source, um, they there's no hard feelings. Do you find this like why was he there though? Why are there? And he cheated on Jennifer Aniston with Angelina Jolie, by the way.
1: I was going to say why are there no hard feelings? But I mean, I guess you wake up one day and there's no hard. There's eventually you got to get over it. I just think it's weird. What are weird. The, what is the point? Are they going to get back together?
0: I don't know. Do you think maybe just because it was big A-list Hollywood, Robert Downey Jr. was there, Randy Gerber, Pharrell Williams, Keith Richard, Gwyneth Paltrow, Katy Perry, Orlando Boom, George Namal Clooney, David Arquette, Courtney Cox, Barbara Streisand, and many, many others. That sounds
1: like so much pressure. I don't like to have parties for myself. Like, featuring me that makes me super uncomfortable
0: oh my god this sounds like the most amazing i never want to
1: have like a birthday party for myself like on a big really? birthday no see
0: this is i mean i think like everyone would
1: be like oh, i don't know that makes me super i get anxious just thinking about that that list i mean obviously those are not my that's not my circle <laughs> but <like> I, just, <laughs> I just really oh my gosh that you're very modest that's way too many people what i mean what, oh, i don't know i'm sure it's super fun though i'd want to go
0: I want to. I'm trying to look for, for. Oh, oh, my cell phone. I was going to say um, pineapple mail. We get all kinds of DMs and mm. people's messages. Yeah. These are at the end of the show on Monday. We always okay. do these. So I want to. I'm curious to see what your thought is about these. Um, you can always email me. It's Sarah at hey com And pineapple mail. We usually put it in this little like cute pineapple container. Oh, duh. we ended up making this like our little mail container. I so love so. it. Oh. Put all our things in there. I think it was a little ice shaker, but not anymore. Um, so. Speaking of... You can weigh in on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a woman writes and she says, Okay, I'm really curious if you guys could talk more about menstrual cups. You've got to talk about them on your show. Maybe even do a breakdown of what's best to use. They're popping up everywhere, but I'm really intimidated. LOL. And it's six things. And she sent an article six things I've learned since using a menstrual cup. I am so fascinated by these. I don't use one, but I really want to try it because apparently it's like an insert that I you love pop how you think in. I, I'm
1: going to have something to contribute to this. <laughs> um, but Sarah, I said this to you before. You're talking about menstrual cups and mindful eating. I feel like I'm on a Goop podcast. This is this is uh, very goopy over here. Has she done one on menstrual cups? Like No, on but best? she would. I mean, she would do something where she just like talking about maybe like toxins that come from feminine products or something that you might not think of. And maybe you choose to like take your advice maybe you don't but it just it's just different ways of thinking about the world that you might not normally think of i like doing but yeah, it yeah I, I don't think you show. should do a whole podcast on that probably a segment maybe a segment don't you have male listeners oh uh, yeah we do we have a fair amount I of men i feel but- like men can't handle that conversation really uh, I-, I don't know i don't think they can I think it would be a good conversation to have. I think women might be really interested and fascinated, but maybe do like a woman only.
0: We have to because then um, tampons and pads are unregulated as far as like the bleach that's in them. See, she would talk about that. They would explore
1: that. That's a good conversation. Why not have that conversation?
0: And there's like a whole, I mean, they keep trying to pass a law that basically means they have to disclose What's in your tampons? Like what makes them bleachy white? Because they 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 obviously use chemicals to make them super super white. So I've never even thought about. And that. then we like insert them in our hoohas. So maybe the cup is like I'm an yeah, and they're
1: mocking her for a, a jade egg over there. Yeah, <laughs> come on come on people again like cleanse your badge
0: um also uh this is from christina she says hey just wondering you all seem to have gotten a bum deal on that rothy's code since they offer free shipping for orders of thirty dollars or more if you order one pair of shoes your code is pointless not trying to be mean i'm just pointing out an observation so that is because rothy's is a sponsor of ours and thank you for bringing this to our attention you and apparently many other listeners um we're thinking oh great like they probably charge shipping for everyone. No, apparently like our code is useless.
1: You got to work on that.
0: I thought that was great. That is funny. I'm glad someone AJ told you. And I were like trading texts over the weekend mm-hmm. cuz she like AJ's endorsing it so she got the the yeah. Rothies for free she those like pink and black ones. Got to try mm-hmm. them out, right? So then we're just assuming like we're going to get a 10% off code, 15% off code. No, we get just a f- free shipping yeah, code. Which apparently everyone gets because if you log I don't think they have anything on their site less than
1: $30. Maybe like a kid's pair of Rothies. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think you need to talk to them. Yeah, deal. get yourself a percentage. This is the Hey Phrase podcast over here. All right, we don't do free shipping. <laughs> Thank you. Excuse like, me. You're
0: telling me we want
1: 25 percent off?
0: Yeah, exactly. We just blasted that out to thousands of followers, and, and they're not even you look, getting I mean, it makes a you look deal. Bad,
1: right. I mean, you want to?
0: Yeah, it makes us look like basically we gave them a free fucking commercial. Exactly. You did. <laughs> yeah, we did. We News did. flash. <laughs> We did. Way to go. Um, also, you guys, tomorrow night is Valentine's Day. This weekend, um, the 14th, is Valentine's Day. But Galentine's Day, I'm going to be at Carlisle. It's up at Clarksburg Premium Outlets in Clarksburg, Maryland, for all of our Maryland fans and friends. Come sip cocktails, enjoy chocolates, macaroons. We'll try on Valentine's Day outfits tomorrow night, 5 to 8 p.m. I'll be there 5 to 7. They have tons of fun perks from raffle prizes, gift card scavenger hunt, clearance pampering. Of course, I'll be there. You can shop. Carlisle and receive up to 40% off and believe me, they're actually offering a real discount. They have amazing stuff. Normally, sometimes they're up to 80%.
1: It's like huge. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a real discount. You know, I think you're going to care about Valentine's Day more if you have a kid. Really? Yeah, because it's like a nice chance to force yourselves to do something together,
0: you know? I have to tell you, Valentine's Day is actually my favorite holiday. Oh, really? It's my favorite holiday even more than Christmas or, <gasps> I, I love Valentine's
1: See, Day. I kind of, I didn't care. I mean, I always wanted to just be like acknowledged. I didn't want to be just forgetting it, but now it's like, oh, Go on it. We're gonna have a date night. We're gonna force ourselves to have a date night. It's nice. So, Isn't it so
0: fun? Yeah. I love Valentine's Day. I love the excuse of like buying flowers and chocolates and lovey dovey things and things covered in hearts and just proclaiming all
1: day that you're like madly in love. I wanna I buy myself every year the day after Valentine's Day because my husband forgets to buy them a box of <laughs> a box of Russell Stover chocolates at a CBS like 50% off. And I love it's my box, and I just a bite in half of them and cut them apart to see if i like them or not i mean i destroy it and i don't eat it all but i just oh it's like my favorite thing to do every year oh my god look at you it is my favorite but it's kind of pathetic why because they're not i'm buying them for myself <laughs> i mean no i used to have girlfriends i think that he's would gonna send... remember this year because i think maybe after 15 years of complaining about it
0: like you're <laughs> gonna like finally get maybe
1: it maybe he'll remember but it's a work in progress. marriage is a work in progress that's the truth.
0: Um, Ronica, you've been amazing to thank come co-host the me. show. Where can people find you, follow you? And a lot of people, by the way, um, they want to know that because they're saying that
1: they miss you on Channel 5. Oh, thank you. I miss you guys, too. That is definitely I miss being having that regular connection at Ronica Cleary. All platforms.
0: All platforms. All Instagram, platforms. Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. People can get you there. Right. Um, you're amazing. Any? Can you give us a teaser? I mean, tw- everybody's talking 2020 election. You're going to be working with anyone that you know of?
1: Oh, Oh, I'm not talking about that. Okay. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's going to you... be a great election to watch. I mean, it's going to make me misreporting a little bit. I mean, I love being on the other side. It's completely different experience. It is. It is really fun. But there is something also really awesome about having an excuse to be a part of the conversa- conversation for every single campaign on every side. I mean, it's 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 overwhelming. But it's also like I mean, that's why I love my I love that part of my job. That was Are awesome. we
0: going to see a female president in 2020?
1: I don't know. I don't know. There's, we talked, there's like a half, I think a half dozen women already have announced on the Democratic side. Uh, But I do think what may happen is maybe it won't matter as much uh, being a woman. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, it might not be the the main point of conversation, which I think would be the ultimate goal that, that would be. Great. you're not talking about my candidacy as a woman. You're talking about my candidacy as a qualified candidate, but obviously to get to that point, you need to have a first woman. You need to have a pool. Of, you know, it, it, This is all part of the process. I right. think getting there, uh, but I don't know if I don't know what's going to happen. That's a way too far out. I'm not making predictions on that.
0: Um, I'll be curious. Do you think Michelle Obama is running? No. <sighs>
1: She's seen the inside, right? she's seen how the sausage is made. I would be (laughs) really, (laughs) I would be really surprised. I would be shocked. I think partners of politicians, I mean, you, you know what it's like going back to the same thing. I mean, you've seen stories written about your kids, your husband, like it's like, and then you're going to go put yourself in that world. I mean, it's possible, but I don't think she liked it one bit. And so I would be. Shocked if we saw that,
0: um, Ronica. You're awesome. Thank you so much Thank for being you, a great friend for appearing on this. I we'll keep it. you guys posted if we go to the Goop thousand. I was thinking it was like a thousand dollars for a week. I was no, like, oh, that's great. A thousand dollars for a day. A day. Oh, God. Um, all right, you guys follow me for sure on uh, social media. It's at Hey Frage on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube, by the way, because we're leaving Facebook. Facebook's dead. Uh, we're basically <laughs> going to broadcast the show starting next Wednesday solely on YouTube. It's at Hey Frage. So be sure to be liking us on YouTube. Bye, everybody. Yay! That was great. Thank you.
1: That was so fun. So fun.